Well, hey there, American Farmstead Hers. This is Jenny with the Gramstead Family Farm. And Donna with Hazel Bell Farm. And we are coming to y'all from Northeast Florida as two farmstead hers doing our best to grow our own food and share our homesteading experiences with you in hopes that you will grow a little bit of food of your own. Yep. And this week we are talking about growing as much food as we can in this season. Yes. Fall gardening. Yes. I love it. It's been so nice the last couple of days. Lovely. I mean, like I go out into the garden and everything that I have in there right now is so like crisp. Yeah. And you can tell that everything's happy. Everything's happy. Everybody's loving the cool. Yeah. It's a little bit slower growth, but mm-hmm. um, everything's not wilting all the time, you know? In the heat. Yeah. 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 Including myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been able to get a lot of work done in the garden lately. Yeah planting and sowing and weeding. And yeah. So what are you doing right now? Yeah. Well, I started, uh, I uncovered like the main section and, Mm -hmm. uh, pulling the tarps back is always so satisfying because when you cover it up, you feel like so defeated, like it's a mess. It's (laughs) never going to be right. It's never going to be right. So much grass. Right. And then you cover it for four to six weeks Mm -hmm. and you go out there and uncover it and it's like, (gasps) (laughs) ta-da. It's Mother Nature fixed. worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do a really good job at that. I need to get some tarps put down. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a surefire way to like just get rid of everything, start over, clean get you a, a nice clean slate. Yeah. Um, and it's so encouraging when you uncover it. You're like, yes, I can do this. And then you end up getting a bunch of stuff done. I wish I had done that in the hot part of the summer when I wasn't gardening anyways, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I did that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I've got my garden uncovered and went and got a bunch of, I had to bite the bullet and go buy mushroom compost because <laughs> I screwed up my compost pile and put too much water in it. But that's looking much better now too. It's like starting to dry out and mm. I've been turning it to help it dry out a little bit. Good. And it's actually on the, on the upswing. Well, most people are not buying compost anyway. So like, it's okay to go buy comp or not making compost. Right. I'm sorry. It's okay to go buy compost. Yeah. Like, so I mean, what? I never make enough to like cover my whole entire garden anyway. So, right. um, I've been buying the mushroom compost that Lowe's sells mm-hmm. and I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. The texture's good. Mm-hmm. Nice and fine. Okay. Yep. I used that two years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I did like it a lot. Yeah. It was pricey. I think I, I happened to get it on a sale though. And if you buy it in bulk, like a whole pallet's worth, right. is that what you did? No, no not that much. <laughs> not that much. <laughs> yeah. I think I ended up getting, let's see here, maybe 14 bags, Okay, but not all in one shot. Are you planting your whole garden right now? No, because part of it is still covered up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got like my main section uncovered and two of my raised beds uncovered. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, I mean, I would say probably like half of my garden is still tarped. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're saving room for garlic and onions, right? Yeah, I'm saving room for that and um, keeping the areas covered that I know that I'm going to succession so, like mm-hmm. with more carrots and more brassica stuff. Um, that's really smart. That way it just stays covered. Like yeah. I don't, I yeah. don't, don't want to mess with it until I'm ready. So um, I like that. So, yeah. So you will be utilizing your whole garden over the season. 
Just in phases. Yeah, maybe not the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might cover crop where I was putting in that grocery row garden. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that is still partially covered right now. Um, but I thought a cover crop might do well because it's mm-hmm. so sandy over there. Yeah. It is so sandy. Like, I feel like that section of my garden, it doesn't matter, like, <laughs> how many times I amend that soil. Or, <laughs> like, last year I cover cropped it, and mm-hmm. the sand just eats all the organic matter. It just matter. disappears. It does. It really does. I um I was looking at some cover crops that, I can't remember if it was Johnny's or Haas. One, maybe it's, I think it's Haas. Sells. Yeah. And, um looking at like a blend, you know, purchasing mm-hmm. a couple of different things, um, a winter rye okay, and a clover, a white clover, okay, um, I think would be good for those bare places in my garden. Um, and something else, I can't remember what it was. I don't, I don't need like any kind of like tillage radish or anything like that, that they recommend, but right. um, I mean, cause it is so sandy. If you have like a harder ground, with some hard pan or clay or right. something like that. You'd want something to help break up the soil, but I don't need that. No. At all. I don't need that at all either. <laughs> <laughs> like it's straight sand over yeah, there. Yeah. So the I mean the bonus the plus side is it drains really well. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I, I was thinking something like that um on my bare beds and then tarping them during the coldest part of our year. Yeah. This year. Yeah. To get ready for spring. Yeah. It's all a plan. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. I know. (laughs) It doesn't mean it's going to happen. I always have the best of intentions, you know. I always say, like, I'm the queen of I'm gonna. Uh (laughs) I'm gonna. I hear you. And, you know, maybe a third of that is actual execution. Yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. I get it. So, yeah. So what are you putting in right now? So um, I've spent a couple of afternoons in the garden a couple hours at a time. Oh. And some of it has just been pulling weeds and grass. Like yeah. it's not sexy. Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the fun part of gardening. But then like I'll look back and I'll go, oh, look at all this bed space that I have. And I get to plant a whole bunch of things all at once. And that's really fun and feels just so yeah. successful, you know. Um, so my beds are, i am been working on my in-ground beds. They're about four feet wide, mm-hmm. 20 feet long. And the cool thing about that is I can put in so many different things in one bed. So yeah. it's not like I'm going to plant a four by 20 of squash or, you know, green right. bean. I could do the whole thing on green beans, but I don't. Yeah. Um, what I choose to do is there's a trellis that runs down the whole length. And so two of these beds are planted with um, sugar snap peas under the trellis on cattle panels, which mm. is great. They have like a 99% success rate of germination right now. They look so, they're like two inches tall. They're so cute. Is it the ones you got from Johnny's? Yeah. I totally forgot that I had you order me some of those. Yeah. And that just, it just occurred to me. I was like, oh, I have those seeds. You have those. Put them in. And I have an open trellis and the weather's perfect for that right now. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it is perfect. And the, the perfect part about that is it's still, I mean, it's cool. Like these last two days, it's been cool for us, but it's still warm and sunshiny enough that you're going to get good, rapid enough growth, but the cooler is coming so that they'll still set flowers and fruit mm-hmm. and all of that when it's time to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, they, so two rows of sugar snap peas, but that leaves a lot of room on a four foot wide bed. A right? lot. Yeah. So, um, one of them has like two rows of carrots on one side. Nice. Um, I did a purple carrot. I think it's called purple haze. Okay. And then a Napoli carrot. 
Um, I think I've grown Napoli before, but I can't remember for sure. Um, another friend was ordering them at the same time on our group order to get free shipping. <laughs> Do that, people. Order with your friends. Yeah. Like one person place the order so that you can get up to an amount with free shipping. As mm-hmm. it turned out, I probably could have just gotten free shipping by myself <laughs> because <laughs> I got excited. When when all of you friends started sending me your list, I was uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, I want that too. Oh, right. yeah, I want that too. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> So anyways, um, the Napoli carrot was one. Um, those are both hybrids, but I'm totally cool with that. I don't save carrot seeds. Yeah. Um, I have planted some regiment spinach. I have planted some flowers just for fun, like some sweet nice. peas and some black-eyed Susans nice. and stuff like that. Um, I have a whole row of purple top rutabagas. I'm excited nice. about that. And some golden beets. And the, oh, yeah, I have yeah. those seeds too. Yes. So the funny thing about this season is it's like we're in a transition. It's not yeah. like the hot summer stuff. It's not really the cold brassica stuff yet. I mean, you can get that stuff started, but we're also still working on like your regular temperate squash. Like I have squash growing, getting ready to start flowering. You know, I've yeah. got my patty pans are nice and big and gorgeous looking. They're loving this weather. The pest pressure is down for those. So that's nice. Um, tomatoes are growing. Yeah. My tomatoes look good. Yeah. So, I mean, while that's a hot weather thing, our hot weather is too hot for those tomatoes. Yeah. So it's like, we're, we're working on both, both of those things in this transition period. Yeah. We're in the gray area. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah, my tomatoes look good. I put those in one of my raised beds this year, mm-hmm. or this season, I should say. And um, so in that bed, I've got a bunch of stuff interplanted with the tomatoes. I've got some lemon basil, and yesterday I threw some carrot seeds in there. Mm. I was going to say, we always talk about carrots mm-hmm. and tomatoes. T- carrots and tomatoes. See, now is that time of year yes, when you is. can actually grow carrots and tomatoes right. together. <laughs> I should have put carrots next to my tomatoes. I put gold. <laughs> beets there. <laughs> I hope that's okay. I didn't I didn't reference any companion planting notes or charts or books or right. anything. I just was like, oh, all willy-nilly. Put it here. Oh, there's an open space. Do that. Yeah. 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 And so uh, yesterday I was able to get some, I saved seeds from last season. Mm-hmm. It wasn't spring. It, I think like it was last, last year? fall. Yeah. I think it was last fall and winter. I did one of my raised beds was a mix of arugula, mustard greens, mizuna, mm. and I think that's it. Yeah. And so I let all of that go to seed and ended up with a ton of those seeds. So I went ahead and threw a bunch of that in one of my raised beds yesterday um, with some more mustard greens. And I ended up buying a whole bundle of collard starts. You just ended up doing that, huh? I just ended up doing that because I went to the feed store and I had to stop by my favorite Ace Hardware. Yeah. And to my delight, their truck was there delivering plants. Oh, the timing was too much. The timing was perfect. They had all these boxes of bunches. Yeah. Coming off the truck and I'm like, oh, Lord. Nice. So, but I was good. I only bought two bunches, but the bunches are a great deal. You get 25 starts and it's like $6.97. Wow. And you get 25 plants. That's awesome. I didn't realize it was that kind of a deal. Yeah. They're so cheap. And so I got a bundle of collards 
And I ended up, they had my green magic broccoli that I I saw that. Yeah, Yeah. I did. And so I ended up getting a bunch of those because... I have a rabbit in my garden. <gasps> you do. I have rabbit tracks in my garden, and it ate all of my broccoli. I told you, they are so destructive. So last night, I called one of my boys, and I'm like, hey, do you and Bo <laughs> want to sit out in the garden tonight and try to hunt this rabbit? Yeah. And of course, they were They like, were on yeah, it. <laughs> you know, they did not get the rabbit, but... <laughs> boys are good for and that. And so it continues. <laughs> So I had the three rabbits yeah, living in my garden. Living in your garden. Right. And then I turned them loose in the summer and let them right. have, have at it, have at it, whatever. Well, they left my garden and went to another side of the property, and they've been living under my feed shed. Mm-hmm. They had been living under my feed shed, I should say. <laughs> Past tense. But they were making their way to my garden every night, and I didn't think it was the rabbits because I honestly, I thought, Two things. I had the gates blocked off well enough that they couldn't make their way through, but it, apparently they're like rabbit, like rats. Right. Like if their head can fit, they can. They're you know, under they, there. They're squeezing through two by four wire, mm-hmm. and these rabbits are like fifteen pounds. Like they're huge. Yeah, they're meat rabbits. And um, secondly, there was so much damage. I thought there's no way they're like getting up into my raised beds and eating the roselle down, like oh a bush, gosh. you know, a blueberry bush, like everything. It got so bad that every time I planted something, it was gone the next morning. Like, gone. The tomatoes, gone. Several times. Green beans, gone. It was like, what the crap? You know, like, they dug up my corn. Ugh. All kinds of stuff. So, yeah, my boy, same thing. I was like, hey, I think um, I think it's my rabbits. I finally, like, had to, you know, swallow my pride over it. Because right. I, I was like, it's not my rabbits. It's Leave not them the alone. Rabbit. You know. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, we went. So we went out there one night, and all three of them, we caught them in the action. Mm. Yep. So no more rabbits. Yeah, I know it's a rabbit in my garden because where I put down my fresh mushroom compost, it's just leaving the most perfect rabbit tracks. <laughs> I thought you were going to say pile of rabbit poop. No, <laughs> which is great for the garden. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that was the thing. That was the whole right. reason I had them. So yeah, I won't do that again unless I just keep them caged. Mm. Um, it, it didn't work out how I envisioned. Right. My I'm gonna situation, it, it didn't gonna. <laughs> you should, because all your beds are the same size, aren't they? The raised beds, yeah. The raised beds yeah. are. Yeah, it would be kind of cool to build like a little um, frame mm-hmm. for the top of your raised beds mm-hmm. for whenever you want one clean out. Just throw a couple rabbits in there and yeah. throw the frame over it. Or chickens. You know? Yeah. yeah have like a little cage. I've thought about that because I have those two old chicken tractors that are also the same right. size. And okay. I've thought that would be a perfect thing to just throw on there. Uh-huh. They're so heavy. Yeah. I, I mean, you I would, would want it help. to be—you would want it to be something lightweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to rebuild something yeah. like with PVC or something like yeah. that. But it has always been in the back of my mind. I could just throw some chickens in there. It's one of those things. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> one day. <laughs> I'm gonna buy tarps too one day. Um, no, the the my new favorite thing is I am ordering a flame torch. Oh yeah, we have one, and something's never been right with it. Like it, it's something's not properly sealed, or a gasket isn't right. Or, right. So it doesn't throw the flame like it's supposed to, mm-hmm. and it 
really stinks because I bought it for Eric for his birthday one year and it worked really well for like the first week. Yeah. And then it was too long to like return it, you know? Yeah. um, Yeah. I'm going to do that for weeds. I was super gung-ho about that a couple of years ago and Mm -hmm. was convinced that I wanted one. And Mm -hmm. so we got one and I was super excited about it and we went out there to go use it and it was very like... Anticlimactic. Yes. It was like, (laughs) well, this is taking forever. Like I thought it was going to be like a quick process, but I felt like I was having to go up there and like hold it on these. I mean, maybe I just let the weeds get too out of control. Well, and that could be. You know? Yeah. They were just maybe too thick or it just took forever. Yeah. So I was like, screw this. Yeah. I'm thinking it's not going to be good for like green, like big green bushy weeds. And I, and and I think that was what my problem was. Like it was just too much. Okay. So keep that in mind. Don't let it get out of hand. Yeah. Another thing I'm going to do is my last row that I built in my garden, just this last season, I had sweet potatoes in it. The rabbits ate them. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get a sweet potato harvest this year. Um, so I have to go to like the local produce man yeah. <laughs> and get me some sweet potatoes to put up for the year. But um, anyways, I it's all overgrown now. Like yeah. it's way grown up. So I'm gonna run the mower over it. Yeah. And um, do whatever I can do to clean it up as much as possible, add some mushroom compost, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna plant potatoes that I grew in the spring that have Fun. sprouted in my pantry. Fun. Yeah. 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 Some of them have like really long sprouts. Nice. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about planting those to see, cause I feel like it's the perfect kind of temperature time. Yeah. Like in spring also, like mm-hmm. it's cool. It's mm-hmm. not too hot because they don't like the hot. No. We don't know what the temperatures are going to be in three weeks though. I know. I mean, who knows? In Florida, you know. It could be 90 degrees. Right. Or it could be 50 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> We've had really hot Halloweens and really cold Halloweens. You yeah. Know? So it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give it a go because, I mean, they're sprouted. I'm not going to be able to use them anyways. So right. Why not Oh, you might as them? well. Yeah. And I don't know what's the worst that happens. They don't grow. Well, they're not going to grow if I don't do anything. So just plant, just do it, just do it, just plant it. Yeah. Yeah. So I put in, uh, rutabagas yesterday too. Yeah. And carrots. I did two big rows of both of those, Mm -hmm. um, in the sand trench. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Explain that. Yeah. So, um, the sand trench, it works really good for anything that is super small. Um, so like any, like your rutabaga seed. I mean, they are so small and them little carrot seeds. Mm -hmm. And so my issue before I started doing the sand trench thing was I felt like seeds like that, that you almost are surface sowing, they were just getting like washed away and they would end up in the walkways and they just weren't staying put. And um, I had seen a homesteading family video where um, one of their kids was sowing seeds in basically a sand trench. <laughs> and, and so what you're doing is you're making a little trench about half inch to an inch deep, doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. um, filling that about halfway full of sand, um, even a little bit more. It's... It's not real, like... It's not rocket science. It's No, it's not rocket science, and it's not real particular. And I feel like it's a really forgiving way to sow seeds. So um, 
fill that sand trench up with some sand, which we have plenty of, Mm -hmm. and uh, sow your seeds on top of the sand and then lightly cover them with sand. Mm -hmm. And since it's sand, those little seeds have like no issue pushing through it at all. Yeah. And then by the time the plant is big enough, those roots have pushed down through the sand to get back to that compost. The real soil, yeah. Right. And so that sand just kind of helps hold everybody in place until they germinate. Mm -hmm. And then the water drains through it really well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they get nice and watered that way. And it and the sand packs together. Like yeah. and not like in a heavy way so that the seed can't germinate. It packs enough that it keeps moisture on the seed. Yeah. We're not like sometimes your compost is a little too fluffy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and like you said, it 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 can easily sprout through the top and the roots reach through the bottom and yeah, it's good. Yeah, so I've found that since I started doing that with any little seed, my germination is much more consistent mm-hmm. and seeds actually stay where you put them. <laughs> yeah. I like it especially, not even just that they're tiny seeds, it's like the weight of the seed. Like yeah. those carrot seeds are so like fluffy, yes. you know. Um, something else is like that too. Maybe it's like parsley or dill or something like that. Is It's just like a, it's a fluffy, it's lightweight seed. Mm-hmm. Um, dill. Yeah. 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 That's kind of similar to a carrot seed, mm-hmm. a little bit bigger, but mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. Similar weight and feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have a lot of that. I have some stuff volunteering. Like basil is everywhere. Is it? Yeah. It's funny. I have um, a lot of Egyptian spinach volunteering. Do you? Yep. Nice. And my okra that was volunteering, that's uh-huh. looking good. Fun. Um, I wonder if you'll get anything I th- off of it. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I still need to thin them, though. I said I was going to thin them a few weeks ago and never did. But yeah. So I need to go thin those. And then um, I found a couple volunteer uh, seminal pumpkins. Okay. Yep. And uh, so I'm just going to let those ramble. Just let them do their thing. See what they do. Yeah. You know, may or may not get anything, but it'll be a good ground cover nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if the rabbit will stay off of them. Right. I got to get that rabbit. You got to get the rabbit. I got to get that rabbit. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like we have a live trap and I thought I can trap them. Yeah. And if I'm going to be done with these rabbits, I can sell them, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, or give them or whatever. And um, But how do you trap a rabbit in your garden when it's got a buffet of I know <laughs> fresh stuff, you know. I know. I was thinking that too because we have a trap, yeah. And so when I was out there this morning, I actually put some stuff in the ground this morning, even mm. though I know I have a rabbit. <sighs> but I have more more plants. Like if he comes and he eats them, I have more to put in their place to replace yeah. them. I just couldn't stand it because the weather's been so nice, so and I nice. just I had this perfect <clears throat> garden row that was already amended and ready, ready, and you know you could also do hoops with like yeah. some um, yeah I have some like insect fabric. netting yeah yeah. yeah 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 that would work yep I've got all my shade cloth up in my garden now mm-hmm. I've got three pieces up. I tell you what, the best thing I ever did for my garden was put up that cabling system. Yeah. Yeah. So I have um, around the perimeter of my in-ground row garden, I basically, um, we put a bunch of two by four posts in the ground, like Mm -hmm. pretty much all the way around the perimeter. And then there's a couple that are in the center. And so we ran um, cables 
from post to post across the top. And so in the spring, I was able to do the lean and lower with the tomatoes mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. the cables. And then this year, it was so simple. Like I took down all my lean and lower stuff and threw the shade cloth up there. Cool. Yeah. You have to share a picture of that. Yeah. So maybe on our Instagram, you can share that. Yeah. That would be good. It was just really like, I don't know why it took me so many years to figure that out. (laughs) I've been thinking about that too, because um, like in the summertime, most of my garden gets full sun all day. And you know, we, they say you want to plant in full sun, but like Florida full sun is different. It's different. Yeah. Florida doesn't count. (laughs) No. I mean, like really, if you get two to three hours of sun in Mm -hmm. Florida, you're full sun. Yeah. So I always want shade cloth over a lot of stuff. And, but it's, again, it's like, how am I going to do that? I know. Yeah. I thought a cable system, it's going to have to be a husband project. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because you want to install it high enough to where you're not having to duck every time you go in your garden. Cause that's a pain in the butt. No. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Mm -mm. So, and man, there are so many times that I see people growing beautiful gardens in the spring and we get a freak storm and hail takes out their whole garden. I know. Remember when that happened to our friend Sarah? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Her garden got tore up by yeah. a hailstorm. I think they had two hailstorms yeah. in the same yeah. little season there. It was horrible. And it did. It ripped her garden up. So like if you had some kind of protection over mm-hmm. that, it would mm-hmm. be helped. So I've I've thought about that. Yeah. So... I'm trying to think of what else I have going on. Um, I mean, you have to, again, we've talked about this before when we talked about the fall garden. Count back how many days you have left before your first frost. We are, what do you think? Like in the 40-something maybe? Probably so. Yeah. I mean, because we we very well could have a a light frost Mm mid-November. I always count mid-November, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mid-November. To mid-March, mid-March are my frost danger times. Yep. Now, hopefully we don't, but, um, you know, we're setting up for that El Nino weather pattern. Uh-huh. And they say the southeast is going to be stormy and cold. Cold and wet cold is and what wet. we're thinking. Yeah. Yep. Which we need the wet. We've been in a, a weird, unseasonable drought. I'll take the rain. Yeah. We yeah. need the wet for sure. Yep. It's a weird, it's been a weird weather pattern year, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. The hot has been so hot. I'm so glad that's done. Yeah. Yeah. I am so glad that's done. Like I really had like the first enjoyable day outside. Mm-hmm. It's probably since last year. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> or early spring. You know, when say. we have like a severe drought, like where we have all the crazy wildfires surrounding us and stuff, and then we get the opposite end of the spectrum of like the severity, you know, like it's either really hot. Yeah. And then it's going to be really cold. It's really dry. And then we get like a cat five hurricane. You know what I mean? Like all the rain, the flooding rains. So I really feel like as hot as it was this last summer, I bet this winter is going to be that cold. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. So I'm also getting my um, like frost cloth things. And um, I don't use like real frost cloth. I yeah. use, um, I don't even know what it's called, but it's some kind of protective something. It works to keep frost off of stuff. Okay. Um, it doesn't keep anything warm. Right. But it keeps the frost off of the foliage of plants. You know? Right. So I don't, or like, you know. Where did you get that? 
I'm sure Amazon. Amazon yeah, right. I've had it for a couple of years. It, okay. it works pretty well. I got hoops. I did not order the hoops from Amazon. I have to look back and see if I can figure out where I ordered those from. I've had them for a couple of years also, but I think it's just like a nine gauge wire. Okay. Um, so I need more of those and I might just run to the Lowe's and look for a nine gauge wire. Um, and put those up on my beds and just leave them up. Mm-hmm. And then when we get like a hard freeze, I have plastic that I'll put over those also to help. Over the frost. Yeah, frost. it'll be like a little low tunnel, yeah. little mini caterpillar. Mm-hmm. So that's my plan for the winter to keep stuff alive until it gets like really cold. If it gets like consistently very cold, then I just won't bother. I'll probably cover everything and cut the garden yeah, I mean, I'll you know, whatever I have in the ground is going to have to mm-hmm. survive it. Yeah. Or not. Right. I mean, the overwinter stuff will be fine. Yeah. And then everything else will be like, hopefully it's fine. And if it's not, then we start again in the spring. Mm-hmm. At that point, I'll have new seeds started under lights and stuff anyways, getting ready for spring. Right. So I'll turn my attention there. Doing all the new things. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, hopefully this cool fall weather holds out for us and we can continue enjoying this fall winter gardening season. Yeah. Um, My Napa cabbage that I have put in looks really good. Yeah. It looks super happy. So I have a few um, things that I'm going to transplant, I think, this week out there. They're kind Uh of hardening off. Uh Um, I mean, they've been under sun, but not like a lot of hours under the sun. So yeah, I've kind of been working on that the last couple of days. And uh, yeah, so some broccoli, some cabbage, some Brussels sprouts, something else. Can't remember. Cauliflower. It's just the best time to garden. So I, mm-hmm. I just encourage y'all, if y'all have never done a fall and winter garden, do it. Do it. It's so much easier than spring and summer gardening. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have fungus issues. You have a lot less pest pressure, like I said. Yeah. You're not worried about everything getting sunburned, you know, yeah. it, it is definitely easier. It, now things do take a little bit longer, I will say, because you have less daylight hours. It is slower growing. Yeah. So I always say like add two to three weeks on to, you know, when they give you time to harvest days, like add, add probably 14 to mm-hmm. 21 days to that. Yeah. And you'll be good. Yeah. All right, y'all. All right. Well, good luck with your fall and winter garden. Get out there and plant. Yep. Send us some pictures. Yep. Thanks, y'all. Bye.